Welcome to Real Quick, a series of five-minute conversations with real founders. We'll dig into founding stories, important stops on the founder journey, and lessons we can all benefit from while growing a business. I'm Izzy, a producer and host at In The Works. In this issue, I'm talking to different founders about when things go wrong, the big and little things that went wrong and ended up in lessons learned, and put a better perspective on where to spend their time and energy going forward. Missteps in the early stages or later stages of growing a company are the best way to gain perspective. In this issue, I chat with four founders about the big and little things that went wrong for them and ended up in lessons learned and better perspective on where to spend their time and energy going forward. I've had the pleasure of talking with a ton of different founders, and this is a topic that a lot of the founders love to talk about, the mistakes. And it's something that society has told us not to talk about and not to put out on a pedestal or give a microphone to it. But at the end of the day, if you don't make those mistakes, you won't learn. There comes a time where founders actually end up learning that mistakes are just part of the process. And you'll hear from four different founders in this issue of Real Quick on their mistakes and what they learned from them and how it helped them grow. Let's get into it. Super excited today for Real Quick. Real Quick's guest today is Quentin, and he is doing really, really, really dope stuff. Quentin, what's going on, man? Thanks for joining. Hey, what's up, man? Thank you so much for having me. It's uh, it's an honor and a pleasure to be here and to connect with a fellow Midwesterner. You know, Absolutely. Being out here on the East Coast, is, you know, sometimes it can be a little lonely, but you get that Midwestern <laughs> love and energy. It's, it's so good. You know. I love it. I love it. Yeah. What are you working on? Yeah, so um, I'm working on a startup uh, studio. I call it a studio um, versus an agency. Um, uh, at first, it was a creative practice, but I also wanted it to be a technology practice. But it's called Retrospect, and I'm working on this with three other co-founders who happen to be my friends. Um, we started this to just bring culture and, and nuanced perspective to products and experiences um, for big to small clients. Um, our sweet spot is really working with uh, venture-backed startups or newly formed companies to make them more inclusive from the start. Do you have a story on overreactions of like, damn, I, I probably overreacted there a bit? I remember feeling completely devastated when um, a service agreement went out and it didn't have our logo on it in the right way. And I just was like, ah, oh, this is a representation of our company. and this logo is not even laid on the page the right way because I'm, I'm a very visual person. And when I saw it, I said, oh, but then I had to remember we're a young team. The audience that we were sending this document to didn't really care about the placement of the logo as much as they did the content of the document because it's a legal agreement. So they're not right. looking at the logo. It, I mean, it, it was small, but like as I'm shifting into this role as a CEO, the things that I used to care about I have to let them go because I have mm. to care about so many other things. When we talk about building as an entrepreneur, like what's the things that people don't talk about? People don't share the reality of the interpersonal relationships that you have when you're building something. Even if you're building it by yourself, your relationship to your community, to your your spouse, if you're if you have a partner, your relationship to your work. I think those interpersonal dynamics um, oftentimes aren't they're talked about, but they might not be talked about it's in depth. And what I mean by that is when you're building something, you're putting your heart and your soul into it. 
there's a level of vulnerability that you have to show up with every day. And that level of vulnerability actually commands you to be more vulnerable with the people around you. And it, it's almost a standard that you have to live. You have to live exposed and you have to live open every day. Well, versus, you know, when I've worked in corporate jobs, I can compartmentalize pretty well. When you're building a startup, I, I've, I find that you're also building your character and building your, um, your ability to have uh, really difficult interpersonal relationships. What would you tell an entrepreneur? Like, hey, like, do you need that team or can you do it yourself? Mm, depends on what you're building. Um, and it, it, it depends on the motivation that you have to build. So um, one of the visions I had for this practice, and it was a collective vision shared by my, my team, um, is like we wanted to build a space for other people and we wanted to achieve a certain scale that will require multiple people to put their best selves into the mix. Real quick, what's the last movie you watched? Oh, Suicide Squad. Real quick, how can somebody follow along in your journey and, and tune in to everything you have building in the next few years? Absolutely. They can follow uh, a brand. It's called Retrospect.studios uh, on Instagram. Or they can follow me, just my name, Quentin Harris, Q-U-I-N-T-O-N-H-A-R-R-I-S. And that's everywhere. So that's Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, you know, whatever you, whatever you want everything. to follow me on. Everything. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Real Quick. In this issue, we talk with four different founders on when things go wrong. Check out all the rest of the episodes and other amazing content in this issue of In the Works.